Welcome to the Swing Left Nebraska podcast that's all about energizing communities, advocating for change, and making a difference in the great state of Nebraska. We'll dive deep into the heart of Nebraska's progressive movement, exploring the stories, strategies, and initiatives that are shaping the political landscape. We're here to amplify the voices of candidates, local activists, and community leaders who are fighting for a more equitable, inclusive, and prosperous Nebraska. Swing Left Nebraska is your go-to resource for staying informed about key issues, upcoming elections, and how you can get involved. Whether you're a seasoned organizer, a concerned citizen, or someone who's looking to make a difference for the first time, we've got you covered. Get ready to be inspired, and let's embark on this incredible journey together. Hello, and welcome. My name is Leah. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am thrilled that you are here because your earbuds are in for a treat, because we're joined by Sarah Centineo, a nurse, an attorney, and a candidate for District 45 in the Bellevue area for the Nebraska legislator. She is a lifelong advocate for children and worked in the pediatric and neonatal intensive care units at Children's Hospital. Inspired to attend law school, she now represents people harmed through no fault of their own. Sarah was elected to the school board in both 2016 and 2020. During her time on the board, she has managed budgets, negotiated contracts, and advocated for educational resources and health for students in Bellevue. With over 15 years of experience, her healthcare, education, and law background make her an ideal representative for this district. I'm excited for you to learn more about her. So let's do a show. Welcome, Sarah. I am so glad to have you join me today. Can you start by introducing yourself and sharing a little bit about your background and why you decided to run for state senate? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, inviting me for this today. I am a nurse and an attorney. I've been a nurse for over 25 years. My nursing background, I was mostly worked in pediatrics. I started out doing pediatric home health care and soon after that got a job at Children's here in Omaha. And I worked in the pediatric intensive care unit and the neonatal intensive care unit for many years. And then I did some transport, which was going out and getting sick babies or babies that needed advanced care and bringing them back to the hospital. In 2008, I decided I needed to just figure out what I was going to do for the part of my life where I couldn't work at the bedside anymore. Working at the bedside was wonderful, but it's long hours. It's not as conducive to having a family. And so I went to law school and I graduated from law school in 2011. I continued to work at the bedside in nursing until 2014. And I have been a nurse attorney ever since. I started in local kind of politics, I suppose getting involved with our school district. I had seen some things that I wanted to make positive changes for in Bellevue Public Schools. And as I started to become more and more active in advocating for my kids and for my kids' peers, and they were in middle school and elementary at the time, 
I recognized that in order to make these changes kind of stick, I needed to invest more time into the endeavor. So I ran for Bellevue Public Schools and was elected in 2016. I was reelected in 2020. I was school board president during the first year of COVID, quite challenging. And through the school board, I've also got involved in the Nebraska Association for School Boards, which is how I got more involved in the state legislature, because I would go down and testify in Lincoln on behalf of public education. And the more times I did that, I was more exposed to the things that were or were not happening in Lincoln. And after this session and all of the things that happened in this session, I decided that if I wanted to make the changes, if I wanted to see changes, I needed to put myself out there and see if I could be the change maker. So that's how I started to run the legislature. Awesome. And what are the key issues or policies that you're passionate about and hope to address if elected to the state Senate? The key issues are healthcare resources, healthcare availability, reproductive healthcare. So all of the healthcare things. It's a passion of mine. It always has been advocating for women and children is something that I've done as a nurse and as a lawyer and public education. Um, seeing, knowing that public education is the cornerstone to all of our communities in Nebraska and that we are one of the highest rated states as far as public education goes. And we need to do everything in our power to preserve that and to continue to grow so that our kids can be prepared for the world that is going to exist when they get out of school. And the third thing is workforce development. And really all three of these things are tied in together. We're seeing healthcare sh- work staff shortages in from everything from hospital to rural to long-term care shortages, staffing shortages. And then also we have a teacher shortage, a nationwide one, and certainly that exists in Nebraska. We also need to have a workforce that is ready for 20 years from now, 10 years from now, tomorrow, not a workforce from 1980, which means we need to be ready for our young people, older people, all the people to work in the workforce the way it is, it exists. And I think there's things we can do as a state and resources we can use to make sure that happens and we could potentially be a leader in that area. And that's what I would like to see. Awesome. And what do you see as the biggest challenges facing our state? And how do you propose to tackle those challenges right now? I think the biggest challenge, if I had to say one thing, the culture wars, it is the attacks on individuals and lifestyles and all of the things that are so toxic. And these are the things in, in particular, I would say I was down testifying against the safe spaces where they would not allow transgender students into locker rooms or bathrooms and listening to all of the testimony and sitting through all of that testimony, I was lucky enough to listen to a whole bunch of young people, some in high school, some newly out of high school, talk about how important sports were to them in high school and how it made them feel like they belong somewhere. The idea that we're attacking our children and our neighbor's children because of sexuality or gender or some perceived 
frankly, baloney. It's unacceptable. That shouldn't be what we're spending our time and energy on. We need adults in the room. And I think that I'm well equipped to be one of those adults. Well, I would agree. And how do you plan to engage with your constituents and ensure that their voices are heard in the decision-making process as you move forward with fighting for these things? The same way that I do it now as a school board member, which is I'm out in the community a lot. I answer all of my emails. I even answer my hate emails and I get them. We all got them on the school board. I think it's a mistake when elected officials stop communicating. None of us get to live in a world where we agree with everybody all the time and everybody agrees with us. What we have to do is keep listening to people and find a way to hopefully find some kind of commonality so that we don't live in a world that is just about adversity and fighting and isn't a world where we can see each other at the grocery store and say hello, even though we don't agree on things. We need to live a kinder way and we need to show our communities and our children, for me, my two boys, that you can disagree with people, but still be kind. So in my community, I go to the farmer's market. I walk the dogs a lot. I talk to a lot of people just being available and open. And I guess I've pride myself on being very straightforward, very honest. And that has gotten me pretty far so far in life. And I think that's the way I would hopefully continue to engage in constituents. And how do you plan to work collaboratively with other legislators to achieve your goals that may be on the other side of the aisle or may have completely different viewpoints as you to help you achieve your goals and make progress on important issues? Sometimes. Unfortunately, there's not a path forward with some people on one particular thing. So that's maybe somebody that you can't work with on a certain issue. But there might be something else. And I'm thinking in Bellevue as a military impacted community. We have a lot of veterans. We have a lot of military in our area. I can work with people on that maybe where I can't work with them on some of the health care and reproductive care issues. I don't like the take your ball and go home philosophy. I understand it, and that's certainly something that people can do. This might not be the decision, or I guess I should say the subject matter that I can come to an agreement on with somebody who is really steadfast in their ways and isn't going to listen to what I have to say. But maybe we can talk about other things. It's just not shutting down those lines of communication completely. I've never been the one that has done that, but I have had people that refuse to speak to me because of my beliefs and that's up to them, but I don't think that serves their constituents or their interests in the long run. Sure. I would definitely agree with that. What would you say sets you apart from other candidates, particularly Rita Sanders? And why do you believe you're the best choice to represent legislative district 45? What sets me apart is my breadth and depth of experience between my career in law, my career in nursing, my leadership experiences and my school board experiences, I have a breadth and depth of knowledge and experiences that makes me uniquely qualified to be in the legislature. And I believe that I'm the best choice for this position to the representative for District 45 because I come from a background. My husband paints cars, works on cars. I've been a nurse. I come from a background of what it 
looks like to be an everyday working Nebraskan. And I also come from a background where I've seen what happens when we make poor decisions at the top of leadership and what good happens when we make good decisions about leadership and how important and impactful, strong leadership can be. And when I look at a situation, I see the impact far and wide, not just narrow. I also would differentiate myself because you never really have to guess where I'm coming from. I'll tell you the truth. I would speak up and have good conversations with people, even people who don't agree with me. So that's why I think I would be the best representative for District 45. Love it. Where can people find you? How can people get in touch with you? What is your website? How can people get involved? Yeah, so my website is Elect Sarah Centineo, and I also have a Facebook page, and that's Sarah Centineo for Legislature. And that's the best way to get a hold of me. That's got all my contact information and any kind of donate or volunteer opportunities, yard sign opportunities. I come from a working class background. We don't have a big financial backers like some other candidates do. So we appreciate and cherish all of the work and the support that we get from our supporters. Fantastic. Sarah, was there anything I didn't ask or anything you want to make sure that you plug in this interview? I would hope that this election cycle, that those who are running for local offices, whether it's school board, what's MUD board, county commissioner, state legislature, that we all do a little bit better job about not being so ugly. The people we're running with against the people who are running in the same election cycle they're our friends, they're our neighbors, they're the people in the grocery store, they're the people our kids go to school with. I think we can all do a little bit better job of being kinder. And is that something you want to bring to your campaign? Sometimes people see kindness as a weakness. I see kindness and empathy as a strength. I think vulnerability is a strength. That's certainly something I bring to it. But I also don't back down from things. I'm, I'm pretty strong in my beliefs, but I'm also not a jerk about it. And it's honestly not that hard to stick to your guns, but also not to be awful about it. And that's what I plan on bringing. I love it. This has been absolutely wonderful. I appreciate your time. I'm excited for your campaign. Thank you so much for your time today. And thank you and support me for legislature. That was a wonderful conversation. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Sarah. I will leave her campaign website information in the show notes so you can donate and find ways to volunteer. Next week, some special guests are joining the show to spill the tea on some important topics. You must tune in next week to find out what's up. In the meantime, share the show with your friends and subscribe to the Swing Left Nebraska pod for free on any platform so you don't miss an episode. Remember, change takes time and dedication. But if we all do our part, together we can create a better future. Let's mobilize. Let's take action. Let's go. Ready, set, go. Get ready to go.